Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is Mitch Ross from the Bible Rightly Divided. And I have another special guest this week. Um, But before I introduce him, I do need to tell you the name of this particular service is Are You Saved? Are You Sure? All right, so now we'll bring on Bill Maxwell. Can you hear me, Bill? I can hear you, Mitch. Thank you for the invite. Probably shouldn't have used your last name. I do on mine, but um, how are you today, Bill? Oh, I'm doing really good. It's uh, a little chilly around, isn't it, today? Oh, I guess. We hit the coldest day of the year today. She Boy, was cold. Yeah, yeah. So I want I want to start out with uh, Acts 2, 38. That's Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so the reason I read that one first is kind of brings out what I'm at, why I'm asking, are you sure you're saved? There are a ton of people that will quote that verse right there and think they're saved. Well, if you look back to uh, the very beginning of Acts, and I'm not going to do that today, you people can look that up yourself, you will see that Peter was talking to the twelve. He, he was one of the twelve. And the twelve were to go into the lost sheep of Israel. Now, we can't be any further away from Israel than we are right now. Isn't that right, Bill? <laughs> I, I would probably agree with you there. We're a little ways away, Mitch. Yeah. So, when I take you to 1 Corinthians, uh, chapter 15, we're going to a different... Yeah. Bear with me, Mitch. No problem. <laughs> I got to get into the right. I have my King James Version Bible here, but I just got to get to the right page. That's okay. It takes right. a little bit. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, so now if you read verses 1 through 4, it says, Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand and by which you are being saved. There's that word saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he raised again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. So there's something that it says you're saved by just believing what Christ died, what Christ did for you. Whereas the other one said you had to repent and be baptized. So in other words, what they were saying, because they didn't know that Christ was going to die on the cross at the time that Peter said that. And Peter said, repent and be baptized. They had no idea what the the grace of God was going to be. It wasn't given to them. It was given to Paul afterwards. So 
when you rightly divide the Bible, you will understand that that one that I gave you in Acts 2.38 was from Peter to his little flock. Okay. So we're, not, we're not the little flock. We're not the little flock. Well, I th- no, so yeah. I think, Mitch, that's probably what comes in handy with what you try to teach here through this uh, the program you call Rightly Dividing. Right. Like you just said, in the first part, you had to be baptized. So right. If, if I didn't know, you know, I don't know much about what you're teaching, but I'm trying to learn it. But I understand the fact, you know, if I just read that part, that would mean I'd have to go to church or go somewhere and get baptized. That's right. In reality, I believe that Jesus, he died for my sins on that cross. He died for your sins. He died for everybody's sins. And by me believing that, then I have been saved. That's correct. So all you have to do is believe what Christ did for you. There is absolutely nothing you can do to save yourself other than believing what Christ did. That's it. So I think probably that's probably a little bit of the confusion people might have because what you read, the first thing said this, and then what you just read means something else. So I guess um, I want to play a little play the role of the uneducated person for you. Okay. If I came to you and said, I'm reading the Bible, Mitch, and I'm reading it, and page one says, in the beginning, God created the heaven. Is that how I read the Bible? Is that how I should read it? Boy, if you do it that way, you'll be bored right out of your gourd, and uh, you probably never will get through it. So Uh, it's, It's a lot like a phone book really. Um, When you look up Mitch Ross in the phone book, you don't start in the A's and read all the way through till you get to Mitch Ross. You know that alphabetically you look up R, which is my last name, and then you find Ross and you'll see Mitch Ross in the phone book. Right. And and you'll have his phone number, even though it's really not listed. You probably won't find it. I can't get them (laughs) I can't get them to list my phone number for some reason. I've called them several times, but that's beside the point. Uh, But um, so every book that you read, you read different than you would. Like if you read a novel, you'd want to start from the beginning and read all the way to the end. But the Bible itself, if you are going to rightly divide, like Second Timothy 2.15 tells you to do, and I'm not going to read that because I don't have that in front of me, but you all can go in and check Second Timothy 2.15, and it tells you to rightly divide the Bible. Well, we, and I've said it before, if there's a right way to divide it, then there's obviously a wrong way to divide it too, correct? Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So if you divide it wrongly, then you might as well not even divide it at all. So you've got to find out how to rightly divide the Bible. Well, the easiest way to do that is ask yourself who wrote that verse in 2 Timothy 
15. Who wrote it? So when you go back to the beginning of 2 Timothy, you'll see that Paul is the one that wrote it. Well, who's Paul? If you go back further, you're going to have to read some of Paul's epistles to find out who he is and who he's for and so forth. But he is the one that was given the mystery of grace. Oh. And that's the that's the period that we are in today. And he was given to it by Jesus Christ, the risen Jesus Christ. Not the one that was on earth back before he died on the cross. There's two different Jesus Christ, and a lot of people don't understand that. They're like, oh no, it's the same Jesus Christ. No, it's not. The one before the cross came to Israel to give them their kingdom on earth, but they rejected him. It tells you that. You read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it'll tell you all about it. That's that's in what I call the time past, because it's before he died on the cross. And go ahead. Okay, so so I've asked you that question, how you divide it, and you you point out Timothy, what did you say? Second Timothy? Second, yeah, Second Timothy 2.15. You can read it if you 215. want. 2.15. And so is this what it says? Of whom be thou were also, for he hath greatly withstood. No. Uh, no, I'm on the wrong one. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. If I can find it now. Nope. So, well, you know what how it happens, Matt, bitch? When the pages are so thin, they stick together. <laughs> yeah. How about, yeah. How about study to show thyself approval and time unto God, a workman that needeth not be um, um, uh, to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's right. That's the one. So that's what you would point me to if you was... So that teaches right. that teaches me now divide rightly dividing the word of truth. Right. Okay. So um and I just noticed the uh the book that I'm on is not King James. I'm on ESV. So mine probably read different than yours when I was reading it. <clears throat> but I see where it says dividing the word of truth. Okay. So I see that. Right. Right. So now where would that so so you talk about time past and and then that's back in the day from like when I first started reading to you when God created the heaven and the earth and that's the past. Yeah, so when I say there's there's actually three major divisions in the Bible. Uh the one is time past, like you said, and that's from Genesis through Acts. And if you read all of Paul's epistles, you will understand that. And there's only 13 books that Paul wrote, and that's Romans through Philemon. That is the but now. Present day. Okay. We live in the present day. Right. Present day. Romans through Philemon. And then when you get the Hebrews through Revelation, that is the ages to come. Okay. That's in the future. That is, that's in the future. Okay. So, um, I got another verse for you to turn to. All right. I, Romans 5, 
Almost like you could read my mind. Would you like me to read that to you? I'll read it. You can explain it to me. How's that? Okie dokie. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not. It, no. No. I think you're in the wrong verse. The wrong five, verse. Romans, Romans 5. That's chapter uh, 5, verse Oh thing. yeah! Again, what? <laughs> can I just ask why they make Bible pages so thin that they stick? Well, that's why I have to go with the electronic <laughs> version. I cannot flip those pages because I've got arthritis, and everybody that sees me using an electronic version gets mad at me because I don't use the paper version. But if they had my fingers, they would understand well, what I'm going through. I cannot I, I flip those. I understand your pain, Mitch, because I'm having time yeah. for... I'll try this again for you. But, All right. But God condemneth his love for... Commendeth. And commendeth. while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So what that verse is saying, Christ died some 2,000 years ago all of your sins you wouldn't even thought of so in other words while you were yet a sinner he died for us and there is no exception to the rule says it right there Christ yeah no exception us. to the rule we wasn't even thought of when he died but all of his grace is poured upon us by what he did on the cross and then if you read verse 9 I'm going to go ahead and read that. Okay. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. What that's saying uh, is there's going to be a day, there's going to be a day of wrath. But we are going to be saved from that. Well, what's going to happen that keeps us from going into the wrath? There's a day called, man calls it the rapture. And the Bible just states it as we are caught up in the clouds with him on that day. And uh, so we're going to go to heaven before the wrath comes down upon this earth. Because we believe in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. That's all you have to do. There's absolutely nothing else you have to do to be saved. Just believe those four verses and you will be saved and you'll be sealed by the Holy Ghost until the day of redemption or rapture whatever you want to call well, it well mitch i wonder why it's so hard for people to grasp that or understand it because those two verses right there if you just pick out some things out of it you right. got christ died for us we shall be saved well, from wrath through him i mean it's I'm, right gonna, there. I'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why it's so hard for people to understand this because most of your ministers today are called ordained ministers. That means they went to school to become a minister. And all of those ordained ministers learn the whole Bible is to them, not just, they're thinking that repent and be baptized is for them as well as Israel, because they call themselves spiritual Israel nowhere in the bible does it say that your spiritual is real mm. it isn't there but in the bible it does tell you that paul came 
for the for the Gentiles. Peter came for the uncircumcision or Israel. So there's two different gospels in that book that I know of. There may be more than two, but I know there's those two. The gospel for Israel and the gospel for everyone else. Well, the reason Israel has one gospel and we have another, they did not believe that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. <laughs> so guess who's going to be here for the wrath? The non whoever Whoever's in Israel's program. Whoever thinks they're Israel, they're the ones that's going to be here for the wrath when it does come. Unless they die first, right. then they won't. But, wow. Okay. Um, All right. That makes sense yeah. to me. But, you know, a lot of people don't even want to hear it because they think it's some kind of a cult that we live in, you know, and it's not. These these are come right out of the Bible, the King James Bible. Yeah. All these verses, they can look it up themselves. They don't need to take my word for it. No, that's, that's, that's um, true because just like I, those two verses you just gave us out of Romans, I mean... It pretty much tells me right there that Christ died for us and right. we shall be saved from wrath through him. <laughs> Believe. All right. <laughs> All right. What else do you got, Matt? Well, I wanted to take you to Romans 623. This... <laughs> 623. Yeah. 623. Let's see if I can get I to it. I think I'm like, hopefully, because I've been stuck together. In, normally, what I do is I look at it on my phone and get to it quicker. But when Danny and I did this last week, I kept losing him by doing that. So I've got to stay on this particular app or I'll lose Well, if, I'm, re if so, I'm reading the right one, Mitch, I just read that 623 to myself. And all right, read it right out It's pretty, loud, it's pretty ex explain, you know, it hits it right on the head. Yeah. For the wages of sin right. is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Right, through Jesus Christ our Lord. It doesn't say that we have to do anything there. Now, no. It? it says what Jesus Christ our Lord Right. Did. Through him, through him, yep, we're saved. Through, yeah, and we, our sin has been paid for by Jesus Christ, and you can't make it any plain. You sure that. can't. That pretty much spells it out right there. Through, through right. his life, right? <laughs> through his life. So, you know, the funny thing of it is, I, I, I was riding around yesterday, and I went by this church, and on the sign it says. Believe in Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Now, the devil believed in Jesus Christ. The devil believed that he was God's son. Is he saved? Well, according to the sign, they, he must be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think he's going to be saved because I'm pretty sure the Bible tells us he's going to end All up right. in hell. <laughs> so, so what that saying is, all you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ and you're saved. Uh, that's why I say it, where I said at the very beginning of this podcast, the title is, Are You Saved? Are You right. Sure? Right. Okay. And that's 
funny that I rode by and saw that sign, and I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to name the church because I don't have to do that. Um, when I saw that, I'm like, well, that's amazing that my podcast is going to be about being saved, and that's on the sign. Yeah. And I said, I got to bring yes. that up. It's so, almost like it was a sign. Yeah. And here you go, you've got churchgoers that are going to church who think they're saved, but as they if they don't believe 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, they're not saved. That's that right. simple. No. <laughs> because, because, and I've been to many churches in my life. I've been to, I don't know how many Baptist church, and I've been to Pentecost, and maybe a couple others. And a lot of them, in fact, most of them, uh, teach that you have to be baptized in order to be part before you can get saved and that is not true that is so Israel's program is not our program now if you want to get baptized by all means go get baptized I'm not going to stop you I'm not it isn't going to hurt anything if you get baptized it's not going to hurt anything if you repent of your sin but what you're saying is that that verse in Romans 8 is not good enough for me. I've got to go out and do something. No, what you're saying is what Jesus Christ did was not good enough for you. And that's not right. So, Matt. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Jesus Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's pretty simple right there. I mean, the simplicity that is in Christ, that was my last podcast. Uh, people are just complicating it. That, that's, complicated. that seems pretty simple. So, Matt, here, here's, yeah. here's a question. So, somebody, yeah. let's say somebody says, yeah, I believe in Jesus Christ. That doesn't necessarily mean they're saved. They need, shouldn't they be saying... No. They believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Right. You know, right. you know, yes, exactly. you believe in Jesus. Everybody, hopefully, you know, the world, yeah. I think, would be a better place if everybody did. But if you just say you believed in Jesus, that doesn't really mean you're being saved. you got to believe that he died on the cross for yeah. your sins. Right. It's what he did for us. It's not what we are doing for ourselves. We can't do nothing for ourselves. We can't. We're, we're lost with sin. With sin. So what do we do to get rid of that sin? We believe that Christ died for those sins. You just say doing it for yourself. I think that a lot of people, like you say, that go to church and they feel they need to be baptized. So maybe they're just doing that for themselves. And, you can. You can and, be baptized. You can totally go and get baptized. I've been baptized. So, but it doesn't do anything for me as far as what Christ is right. doing today. That's what Christ was doing back in Israel's time. Israel's program has been paused, put on pause. And we're in the period of grace. This is what we're in right now. Christ died 
so that we can have grace. We can have forgiveness for our sins. That's the period right, we're in right. right now. That's the... Back when, back when they had to get baptized, that's how they got saved. They had to. They had to get baptized and they had to repent of their sins. Now, repent means, in the Bible, it means to, um, to give up, to change, to change your ways. It doesn't mean that you go, you say to God, oh, I want to repent of my sins. In other words, people think they're confessing. Right, and that's sins. because no. Jesus hadn't died yet, so they had to do that. Right, right. That's what they had and to that, do back then. Plus, they used, they used to slaughter a lamb to shed the lamb's blood to take care of their so sins. That's so that's how your rightly we, divided works, because that was the right. VVAT then then uh, portion right. of the Bible and now we are in the right. your, your what do you call it the, the now the but now. The but now right now are these names yep. that you came up with or is these actual names that how they those are those are in Paul's epistles the but now the time past and the ages to come really? they're all in there you just need to read yep in fact, let me tell my listeners out there, and I've told them before, if you just have time to read one thing, you read Ephesians. It's six chapters. It'll take you 30 minutes. But I recommend reading it at least twice because you'll get more out of it the second time. And if you read it three times, you'll get more and out of it the third time. Just keep reading it until you understand the- it. Because that's basically basically what is for What us was that today. again, Mitch? Ephesians. E P H E S I A N S. Ephesians. So there's only six chapters, and uh, you know if you read moderately, it will take you thirty minutes to read it. If you're a little slow, it may take you forty-five minutes, but that's fine. You don't have to race against the clock. Just read it at your leisure. Um, and that is written by Paul to us grace believers, to those who are saved by just believing First Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. And that's that. So uh, I would like to take you, though, to Colossians 14. 1, chapter 14. Yeah, chapter 14. And you can read that. All right. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Wow, that's pretty, pretty cut. Yeah. Now, I didn't see anything about baptism in that. Oh, I did. No way. I mean, like I just said, it's pretty, pretty cut and dry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's just one verse. In whom? Out of the Bible. And there's all kinds of verses like that in in the Apostle Paul's books. Um, for those of you who want to know who Paul is, he was at one time, his first name was Saul. And at that time, he was part of Israel and he was told to go out and crucify or kill or maim or arrest anyone that spoke Jesus Christ's really? name. And on the and on the road to Damascus, he was on his way to catch some more of those so-called Christians, and he was going to uh, handcuff them and bring them back to jail. 
and Jesus spoke to him and said, Saul, why do you persecutest me? And Saul was like, oh, 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 oh what? You know, because there was a great light. You, you can read it. It's in Acts 9. Um, and it was a great light. And he saw the light. He heard Jesus speak to him. And he said, who is this, Lord? Like that. And then Jesus told him, go to such and such a town. He made him blind. He said, you go to such and such a town. There's going to be a man there that's going to heal you from your blindness. And I'm going to give you some instructions on what to do and say from here on. And he is the one that gave Paul the mystery. Christ gave Paul the mystery of the grace period. Wow. That now. So, so that's who it's Paul right. is. It's pretty cut and dry when you read that verse, that's for sure. I mean, <laughs> I don't right. know how anybody could twist that around. Right. You got right. another one? You you got one more you I wanted know. to touch on? Yeah, we'll we'll stay right in Colossians, and we'll go to right. thirteen. Yeah, I don't know why, but here we go. Colossians two thirteen, and you being dead in your sin, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. So there again. It tells you that you you are the uncircumcised because you are you are dead in your sin and the uncircumcision of your flesh as he quickened together with him. Now, back when God made a covenant with Abraham, he made a circumcision covenant with them. In other words, every boy I think it was by the age, it was age eight, or was it eight months old? I can't remember. There's an eight in there somewhere. Uh, that they had to be circumcised by the hands, the flesh of the foreskin. And that was a covenant between God and, and Israel to show that they truly are mm. God's people. Well, yeah. that's a, that's enough. So there's another verse right there. That there's a key word in that, and it's forgiveness. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Right. Yeah. You can't make it difficult. It's, you have to really try to make yeah. it difficult. And I tell you, when I, when I first found out about rightly dividing, I was like, it was like having a brand new book. I couldn't believe how easy it was to read even the King James Version, which a lot of people out there groan and, oh my God, they're reading from the King James. I can't believe it. I can't stand that. I can't understand it. Oh, yes, you can. If you rightly divide, you will totally understand it. So I got another one to go to, and then we're going to have to cut it cut it off from here. All right. Where are we going? Back already. I want to go to, I want to go to Ephesians which is the books I told you to read if you ever get a chance. You only have time for one book. This is the one I want you to read. And there's six chapters in there. But I want to go to Ephesians 1, verse 7. All right. And I'll you hang you right on. 1393. Number 1, 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sins 
according yeah. to the riches of his grace. There you go again, Matt. I mean, of his <laughs> of his grace. That's what we're in right now. His grace. It is his grace, not ours. No matter what we do, we cannot be forgiven of our sins by any kind of works. And there's verses for that too, but. Unfortunately, we have run out of time, so I won't go into any more. I, I had a whole bunch I was going to read, but well, even there's one how to pray. Well, you've Maybe you've got go a lot that. of good Let's points sort of... that you bring up, and I think your podcast, I've listened to all of them. I even binge listened to a couple of them a while ago and got them all one right after the other. And uh, it, it makes yeah, things... But... A lot easier if people didn't quite understand it. I mean, if they was old school, like I had mentioned about, you know, opening up the first right. page and say, God created heaven. You know, if you're going to try to read it that way, uh, this way you're teaching, right. Mitch, I find very helpful to an old dog like me. Well, you know, the thing of it is you almost you just have to be open to it. You, you know, if you are going to be, go into it thinking, oh, this is an occult and I don't want to listen to this, you'll never get it. <clears throat> you have to be open to it. And it's biblical. It's all from the Bible. Nope. Not one of those verses did I take you didn't. from any other book. And uh, so Philippians, I'm not going to do this verse, but it tells you how to pray. It's uh, Philippians 4, verse 6. And that's the same. I'm trying to to get to it here. Six six through seven. And, uh, but if you want to know how God wants you to pray to Him, this is how you do it. I'll read it real quick. What the heck? What's another few minutes? Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, letting your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So that's it right there. I mean, everything goes through him, through Jesus Christ. Even prayers go through him. When you end, in, when you end your prayer, you Amen, say, in yep. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Yeah. So that's a short, kind of a short 35-minute podcast but i could go on this and on this and on this for hours but i i don't want to go any more than you know 30 35 minutes because some people will get bored and yep. not tune in again next week so well i think you're I doing i think you're do doing it. a good job I'm Mitch, you... and i appreciate it like i said i'm enjoying and listening to your podcast because i'm picking up some things that even good. i didn't even catch on and even today, reading those right. few verses, I mean, it's pretty simple. Right there, forgiveness. Yeah. You're yeah. saved. Believe. Right. You know. And I, I got to just about all of them, but a couple. But I thank right. you for inviting me well, on today, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to have you. You know, I think this actually works out pretty good doing it with a one-on-one then that way if you have questions you know the the other people out there yep. may have the very same questions that you just asked so there is there is no stupid questions in this absolutely not so 
I'm glad you came on, and I think this will help somebody. Well, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Bye.